Hello and welcome to the She Can Share podcast, where I am going to help you arise and shine as the woman of influence that God is calling you to be, where you are going to learn how to share your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities with the world through content creation and by just being who you are. You are meant to let go of shame, guilt, condemnation, and fear, and arise and shine and be the light of the world. So whether you're here to grow your influence, grow your business, or just learn some content creation tips to express Christ in you, I want you to know that I'm here for it. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of She Can Share. My name is Melissa Hughes and I am your podcast host and I'm super pumped about what I'm going to talk to you about today um, because I feel like it's important to share our story and I'm going to be sharing my story today and also hopefully giving you some really great nuggets to help you on whatever it is that God's calling you to step out in. And I always find that listening to other people's journey and other people's story really helps bring perspective to where I'm at and also encourages me. So that's kind of my goal for today. But as you guys know, before we dig in, I like to pray. I like to pray for you. I like to lift you up for the Lord. I think it's awesome to enter in to the presence of God. And I believe that media is an amazing way to do that. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm tuned in on in your earbud right now or in your car. That's why I like to show up on social media because I truly believe that social media, media, all of it is an amazing way to share Christ with people. So I'm going to pray for you. God, I just thank you so much for the person that's tuning in today. Thank you for their heart. Thank you for who they are. I thank you, God, that they are a daughter and, and or, well, or a son of the King. And Lord, that you are going to resource them, provide for them, and give them everything that they need for life and godliness by your Holy Spirit, because you have plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us a hope and a future. So, We pray today, God, that wisdom and revelation would flow in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay. All right. So I want to just kind of open up and share with you a little bit about my journey that from going from being in in ministry, excuse me, I'm going to drink some of my happy juice. Hold on. (laughs) You guys know that my podcasts aren't edited, so... You're either, you're either with me in the mess or you're going to tune into somebody else's show, but this is where we're at. I also want to say that I'm still using my earphones, my earbuds. <laughs> I tried to set up my microphone today. It didn't happen. I'm going to have to get Kian to help me, but there is going to be better quality audio coming to your ears soon. It's just not happening yet, but that's okay because that's why I'm such a big believer in starting messy because Unless we start with what we've got, we oftentimes just stay in procrastination. And I started this podcast in January. And if I would have had to get all the things and the microphone and everything like that, I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have gone for it because I still don't have that stuff set up. But here we are. So back to what I want to share today, because I was just a side note. 
What I want to share today, though, is kind of, I want to be honest and transparent about my personal journey going from being in full-time ministry. I mean, I'll share a little bit about that. Being in ministry to God transitioning me and my husband into the marketplace and kind of what that journey's been like and the revelation that I feel like God has been giving me on entrepreneurship. So if you're someone that is, you know, loves Jesus, serves a lot in church, um, but also maybe feels called to use your gifts, talents, and abilities out in the marketplace and create income for yourself to maybe even free you up to volunteer more at your church or to give more, then this episode really is for you because that is the direction that I feel like God's leading me to. And I hope that some of the mindset shifts that I'm going to share with you on today's episode will really just encourage you and hopefully also have you not make some of the mistakes that I made. So um, for those of you that don't know, my husband and I actually moved to the UK in 2015 to start a church. And it was totally in our heart to do. I've always wanted to live in the UK since I was a kid. About a month after moving there, though, my husband got into a terrible car accident. At the time, we had no car because he totaled it, no house, no job. Um, we had, we knew maybe a handful of people. Our family and friends lived in America, obviously. We were planning to move to this thriving city in Bristol in England, and we ended up living in Wales in a valley, literal valley. That's what it's called, the valleys on a cemetery. And actually the place that rented a, rented to us before that was a funeral home. <laughs> so I laugh and joke that we literally lived in the valley of the shadow of death because we lived on a cemetery, guys. And and that was our time there. We planted the church. Um, my, my husband was bedridden for like six months up to a year of recovery. And we really struggled financially um, it was very challenging, very difficult as my husband's health problems didn't really recover quickly. And I got pregnant and had both my children there and we just struggled. You know, we just did. We struggled financially. I was struggling spiritually, like in my, I was really wrestling with God over like, why are we struggling so bad? Why did you call us here, Lord? Um, you know, I'd love to be able to not be stressed out about money and the people and like just feeling like we just didn't have resources that felt like were needed. Um, and really just kind of like in this space of um, pruning. And I believe that everything that happened during that time was, was what God, um, like he was doing something deep in our hearts. He was going deep. He was showing us things, revealing things to us. I have, I have a whole revelation and appreciation for the valley seasons of life because fruit, internal fruit grows in the valleys. But what ended up happening then was we moved home in 2019. I ended up taking a job working in childcare because again, we needed money to be able to buy a house. Um, I really just wanted to see people saved and know Jesus, but we were struggling um, to be able to get set up again now in America. So I took a job working in childcare really missed being at home with my children. And then in 2021, God started speaking to me about posting videos on social media. The very first video that I posted got 22 million views. And I ended up on the Kelly Clarkson show. 
And shortly after that, a friend of mine approached me and said, Melissa, you could teach people how to create content because I was learning that at the time. I was literally posting videos in my car on my lunch break (laughs) and growing a following on TikTok. They said, you could start teaching people how to do this and make money from it. And in all honesty, guys, that was not even in my thinking. I never considered myself an entrepreneur. I never thought I would be in business. In fact, I would always say, I am not a business person. Really, what I was saying was, I'm not smart. I'm not capable. Um, Business people seem like they really have it together. They know what they're doing. And there's a lot of things that I'm not great at, like admin (laughs) and sometimes um, planning things out. And so I really just disqualified myself. And it wasn't even in my heart to do. But when I started getting connected to entrepreneurs and seeing how they were creating incredible income using their gifts, their talents, their abilities that God placed inside of them and were actually using those things to be like six-figure givers, to be creating time freedom so that they could be giving their time to more volunteer work. And it really started to open my mind up to this whole journey of entrepreneurship, of business, and what that could look like. Now, before I kind of get into some of the things that I've learned from that, I want to just be honest and transparent that as I was transitioning, transitioning kind of out of this like ministry mindset of like wanting to be at church all the time, wanting to pursue God, um, and feeling like that was like the call that God placed in my life into business, I really struggled with that. I really did. I honestly felt like I was not being faithful, that I was not being as holy as I was, as I was feeling God was leading me to give more time to business and less time to being at all these church functions. And I want to just say like my husband and I are the type of people that when we're in, we're in. So it was like every You know, every Sunday, obviously we're at church, but then it was meetings in the week, doing stuff in the week. And as God was like transitioning me into business, I was having to give more time to my business. And I really struggled with feeling like, man, I'm not, I'm not as holy. I'm not doing a good enough job. I was trying to manage it all and do it all. I started getting some migraines and struggling with my sleep because I couldn't manage it all, which shameless plug also why I'm on Happy Juice, which is an amazing gut health supplement um, within a company that I'm with called Amari. Anyway, I'll post the link below. But with all that to say, God was moving me into a new thing. And if you are feeling like, man, I want to follow God, I want to follow after Jesus, and the only context that you've ever done that in is the church, and maybe you feel like God might be leading you to start a business or do something like that, I want to just say that that is kingdom work. And somebody who's been a a huge encouragement to me in that, I really started to be like, wow, you know, God, God, he has different seasons in our lives and he moves us on and every season has a reason and a purpose. But John Maxwell, he is somebody that was in ministry. He was a pastor of a large church. And then God moved him out of the church world into the marketplace And he now goes around the world, teaches leadership principles 
to business owners and has seen thousands of people saved at his business events because his business has been a hook to reach an unsaved audience and it's adding value. He's made a lot of money to be able to give his time and be generous. Like it's just blown my mind. But God really started to show me that business could be a, a form of evangelism. So I hope you're tracking with me. I hope I know that this is kind of like all over the place, but hopefully you're catching some of what I'm saying. But I really started to understand this whole dynamic of how God wants to prosper us, not just in our spirit, but in our mind and our body and our soul and financially in order for us to really step into all that he's got for us. So before I get into the <laughs> some more things that I learned, I want to just say that I love the church. I'm 100% for the church. I'm so glad that my husband and I got to do that. And if you feel called to be in full-time ministry, you need to answer the call. We answered the call. I'm so glad that we did that. But also, if you're feeling called to be an entrepreneurship and you're a Christian, you are also not less than or not as holy as somebody that is giving their time to the church, you know, and feeling like that's their focus. God has different seasons and different people for us to meet and our life is a journey and it can change and that's okay. So I want to just kind of say that and um and just kind of put that in there and just know that like we need to be open to God adding to us and also taking away. And so don't get stuck in the old when God is trying to bring you into something new and it can be uncomfortable and it can be hard and we can have old mindsets, but trust that God is going to bring the right people and the right resources to lead you. And, you know, the Bible says that the sheep hear the shepherd's voice. So if you're feeling like God might be moving you into something new that you never thought, know that you do hear his voice, that you are being led by the Holy Spirit. And if there is someone in your life, your pastor, or if you're married, your spouse, that's like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Trust and believe that they're going to speak into that um, and that God's going to bring the right people to kind of lead you as well. So that's my two cents on that. But as far as becoming an entrepreneur and understanding the role that money plays in the kingdom has been a huge game changer for me and has really brought a lot of clarity to what I believe God's called me to do and what God's calling me to help other people do as well. So for those of you that don't know, I, when I first got saved, we're just, you're just hearing my whole life story today. So I hope this is interesting for you. When I first got saved, I was like, man, people need to know about Jesus. And so I was just like stabbing people on the street, telling people about Jesus, seeing people get healed. I love praying for healing for people. That's why I pray before my podcast. I love seeing people getting healed supernaturally, like literally physically healed. So I'd see people get healed and then I'd be like, man, they need to get saved. So then I started praying, Lord, let's see people get saved. Let's see people get saved. So I started seeing people get saved. I started seeing people get healed and also receive Christ. And I was like, oh, this is exciting. But then I really started to see people would get saved, but then helping them live sustainably and being able to, you know, serve in the church, but also have resources to be able to actually like function in life and not be burnt out 
not be struggling financially. You know, one of the biggest reasons that holds people back from being able to do whatever it is that God's called them to do is health, but also money. Like we need money. We need money personally to be able to, right? Like thrive, but also we need money to be able to give and to fund the kingdom. And I'll never forget coming into this whole journey of entrepreneurship, really struggling with like not giving my time as much to being in ministry in the church as God was leading me into like this kingdom place. I remember meeting with one, my very first business coach. Her name, her name is Jen, Jen Loving. She's amazing. And she said to me, Melissa, how much money do you think you could make this year? Or how much money have you envisioned making in your life? And I was like, in all honesty, I've never really thought about making money. Um, I always just wanted to tell people about Jesus. <laughs> and that was good, good enough for me. But I can't imagine making more than like $40,000 a year. And that was real. And she said to me, Melissa, you need to start believing that you can make more than $40,000 a year because you're a daughter of the king. And think about how money can just be a tool and a resource for you to change people's lives. And she said one of the number one things that that outside of right receiving healing, outside of receiving salvation, money changes people's lives. Money can help people. And not that I ever thought money was a bad thing. I just never really thought about it. And that's probably kind of crazy as a 30-year-old, not really considering money. But I honestly just wanted to follow after Jesus. (laughs) And money wasn't really like, that wasn't a big motivator for me. When I started to see how money holds people back, money keeps people stuck. We need money to fund the kingdom. I really started to pray and ask God, Lord, how do you want me to perceive what it is that you're trying to bring me into? And I, and I'll also never forget meeting with my second business coach and who I'm working with now. Her name's Brooke Thomas. She's incredible, built multiple businesses and is like changing the world through Christ, but also helping women become entrepreneurs and, and grow in their finances to be able to give more, spend more and do more. But she said, Melissa, you could give $20 to someone and that would bless them. But imagine if you could give $20,000 to a neighborhood, how could that change people's lives? And it really, just this whole conversation really started to change the way that I started to view what it is that God was bringing me into. And so what is your mindset around money? And like, you know, what do you think about it? Another mindset that I had, I remember my business coach asking me, what do you think about rich people? And I said, I feel like they're kind of snobby and they're a little bit mean (laughs) and rude and stuck up. And she's like, that mindset is going to keep you from making money because internally you are resisting becoming somebody who you don't want to be, which is snobby, rude, and stuck up. And I had to go, wow. And I said, how do you see wealthy people? She said, wealthy people are some of the most generous people I've ever met. Some of the most kind-hearted giving people I've ever met. And I don't know who I met that was rich, that was snobby, or if that's just a mindset that I had, but my business coach makes a good amount of money and she is one of the most kind, 
generous, loving, giving people I have ever met. And so if you are somebody that is wanting to venture out into entrepreneurship, if you're somebody that wants to grow their finances, that is not wrong. It's all that we you know when the Bible even talks about money in the Bible, um, it's the love of money, right? But when you see money as a tool that can move you forward in the purposes that God has for you, that can be a blessing to other people, man, Lord, bless us so that we can be a blessing to others. And one of the things I know recently, I, I, since I've started talking about helping women make um, use their influence to make an income and an impact, I had someone on social media reach out to me and say, you know, I liked your message when you were talking about making an impact, but now that you're talking about money, it feels a little inauthentic and I don't like it. And I kind of was like, but this is the thing. <laughs> you know, if you're struggling financially and you are stressed out every night because you can't pay your bills, and then because you can't pay your bills, maybe you can't give the way that you want to at church, or maybe you're just struggling now in your health because you can't afford healthy food. Like it, it all, it's all a big circle. It's all, it all, we need all of it. We need our health, we need our finances, we need our spiritual growth, we need good relationships. And I just feel like I'm like, no, God wants us to prosper. And what prosperity is, is it's not just um, money. Prosperity is prospering in your soul, in your body, in your spirit, and in your finances. And I believe because Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future that guys, the gospel is a prosperity gospel. <laughs> Jesus took us from a negative to a positive. I once was blind and now I see. I once was struggling and now I have hope. I once, you know, didn't know the truth and now I know the truth. Like to me, that's prosperity. So when, when the Bible talks about prospering us and how God wants to prosper us, it is mind, body, soul, spirit, finances. And so to, to think, I understand what people are saying about the whole prosperity gospel, but every way, every angle that I look at it, I'm like, no, God does want to prosper us. <laughs> he really does. And it's not for us. Although I do think that God doesn't have a problem with it. I think he wants us. I think God wants us blessed, but it's so that we can be a blessing. It's so that we can literally be God's girls and be able to have so much, be so overflowing that we can give it to other people. And, and I want to say this too. I truly have struggled with a poverty mentality because I know that I do have enough right now that I could be more generous. I know I do, but I struggle to believe that, oh, you know, is God going to come? Is God going to provide? And I'm working right now to be better at being more generous with my time, more generous with my finances, more generous with my words, because it's, it's not a, it's not a matter, matter of, oh, once I'm making six figures, I can be generous. It's like, no, whatever God has given me today, I can be generous with it right now. But the problem is, is that it's this mentality 
that this fear that God's not going to provide, God's not going to give us what we need, God's not going to resource us. And so we hold back. We hold back our voice. We hold back our talents. We hold back our time. We hold back our resources. We hold back our money out of fear that we won't have enough. And so I know I've kind of been all over the place today. (laughs) I hope you've tracked with me. But what I just want to say is God is a God who provides and God is a God who gives us, like he says in 2 Peter 1.3, everything that we need for life and godliness. And so if you are feeling called into entrepreneurship, I want to just say I'm excited for you because it's a journey of building and creating and you are responsible for what you can build and create and that you can generate income, you can generate impact and you get to create it. It's so awesome. And I I just want to close out with this because as you guys know, I wrote a book in 2015 called She Can Laugh. And it's about living spiritually, emotionally, and physically healthy, kind of a health book. But um, it's based off that scripture in Proverbs 31, that she is clothed with dignity and strength, and she can laugh at the days to come. And when I look at Proverbs 31, guys, she was an entrepreneur. Can I, I'm just going to read, I, I have it pulled up here. I'm just going to, I'm just going to read this because listen, Proverbs 31 woman was an entrepreneurial woman. And it's so exciting to see how God used her unique gifts, talents, and abilities to not just build and create what he was calling her to do, but to provide for her family. And it's so amazing. And it's so empowering. Like you don't have to be stuck in a job that you hate. You don't have to be stuck. You don't have to be stuck. You can use what it is that God has put in your heart to do to not only impact lives through it because it's valuable, but, but, but create an incredible income so that you can flourish, you can prosper, and you can be generous to the world and share Jesus. Like you can have your cake and eat it too. So I'm going to read this scripture before I close out, but it's in Proverbs 31. And I'm just going to start this at verse 12. Um, well, a wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. Now listen, like, I mean, that was good. Be a wife that brings your husband good stuff, right? (laughs) Let's not bypass that, but this is where we're getting into the entrepreneur part. But she brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. So she's a working woman. She is like a merchant. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it's still dark. She provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. She has servants in her home. If you are wondering if you should get a cleaning lady because you have a lot going on, do it. If you're wondering if you should like delegate some stuff, like get a babysitter so that you can work on your business or so that you can have the time, like it's okay. It's okay. Even the Proverbs 31 woman, had servants and those servants is not, that's, you know, they were using their gifts and talents to serve somebody else. So she considers a field and buys it out of her earnings. She plants a vineyard. Was it in her heart to plant a vineyard? Like, did she want to do that? I'm like, what was she dreaming up? What was she dreaming about? But she did that out of her earnings. Like how rewarding is that, that you built something, you created something, and then you pursued a dream 
that you had and you did it. Like, I feel like as a mom, seeing my kids do something like that, like my daughter just started her own like bead business, (laughs) creating bracelets. And I'm like, you go, baby, you do it, do the thing. Um, If it makes you happy, go for it and make money from it. That's brilliant. Um, Verse 17, she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. And she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with dignity and strength, and she can laugh at the days to come. I could keep going, but it just gets me emotional because it's like, it's like really becoming a true daughter of the king, you know, like really stepping into like that full identity of who it is that God has called you to be and to become. You are valuable. You are, you've been given dignity. Like if you've been saved, if you've been redeemed from the pit, That dirty old lifestyle is gone and Jesus has rescued you. And now it's time to arise and step into the woman that God's calling you to be. And so your gifts, your talents, your abilities are valuable and people will pay you. They will put value on those things and you can create an income from that step. And that's not evil or bad. That is, that is, I believe, literally a calling and something that if it's in your heart to do it, you can do it. So I've gone a little bit longer today on my podcast, but I just really want to encourage you that you were made for more and you have value and you're so amazing and so awesome. And I'd love to know if you had any mindset shifts because these are mindset shifts that I've had this year in my business as an entrepreneur and somebody who, and someone, me, who is trying to step into who God is calling me to be and want to empower other women to do it too. So I just want to say that if you are wanting to start sharing, like one of the ways that you can start how I started was I was working a full-time job and I started creating content and putting my message out there and learning what was valuable for people and creating an audience. And I have a TikTok content blueprint. It's really short video across all social media platforms. But if you want to just start and literally share. It starts by sharing what is that's in your heart to do. It can be scary. It can be hard, but that can be an amazing way to start creating an audience so that when you launch your program, your product, whatever it is, you have people that are aligned with you, that know you, that like you, that trust you so that you can create an income for yourself and for your family. And I believe that it will bring a lot of peace and joy to who you are. So Guys, I'll put the links below. Thank you so much. And I hope that you have an amazing day. Please let me know if this podcast was helpful. Give it a review. Give it five stars. I'm not afraid to ask because, hey, that's how we move forward in life, right? If you don't ask, you don't receive. And there's a podcast episode about that too. So go ahead and listen. But guys, have a wonderful day and I'll catch you soon.